0: Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during an employer panel program featuring Chloe McAllister, a tax manager in KPMG, Claire Brennan, a talent partner at Fintru, Shannon Ellis, a talent acquisition consultant at Allstate, and Laura Hagen, a student recruitment associate in EY, and is hosted by Rachel Corridan from the Queen's Careers, Employability and Skills Department. Good afternoon everyone and welcome to our talk, Anyone Can Conquer the Commercial World. My name is Rachel Corridan, I am Employer Engagement Officer in Careers, Employability and Skills and I will be your host for this event. Um, We have a number of great companies that are here to chat with you today. Um, I'm going to hand them over to you in just a second. So um, they're all in the background waiting to say hi. So panelists, when you introduce yourselves, can you tell our audience what you studied, your organization and tell them your position, please? So we're going to start with Chloe. Chloe, if you just want to turn on your camera and your audio and just introduce yourself.
1: Hi guys. So as Rachel said, I'm Chloe. I work for KPMG. I'm a tax manager there. And I've been with KPMG for about six years now. Okay, great, Chloe.
0: Chloe, we can hear you, we just can't see you, so we're gonna keep going with the audio. Okay. Okay, so then we have Claire and um, we have Claire. So Claire, do you wanna turn on your camera and your video? Brilliant, Claire.
2: Yes, hello. Um my name is Claire Brennan. Um I studied mathematics at university. Um, I work for FinTru and I'm a talent partner, so um, i help out with all our all our graduate and placement recruitment um, and placing them in the business and what projects they are going to go on to as well
0: that's good thank you very much um, shannon do you want to um come on come on
3: hi everyone so um my name is shannon and i work for all state northern ireland i am a talent acquisition consultant um i actually started i studied human resources um at University and my role within Allstate really is to manage all of our entry level recruitment so everything from an apprentice to an intern right through your placement and a graduate. Okay that's
0: great and then Laura do you want to come on and just introduce yourself?
3: Yeah hi everybody my
4: name is Laura and I work um, in EY so my background is I went to school um, in Lisburn I then went on to um, Law School felt it wasn't for me. So I came back, went to our college, graduated um, from the University of Ulster, Art college in 2014. And I work on our student recruitment team in EY. So I'm the student recruitment associate for the Belfast office. So like the other girls looking after sort of school leaver programmes right through to our graduate training programmes.
0: That's great, Laura. Laura, one of the interesting things I saw from your CV is photography was in your mm-hmm. in your background. Yeah. It's something, something different. It's something different. Something different. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. That's great. Um. So okay. So after our panelists speak, there's going to be the opportunity to ask some questions. The questions are private, so please feel free. There's a chat box at the side of your screen. Please feel free to ask any questions that you want, and um, we'll we'll put them out there. Um. OK, that's perfect. And like I said, the, the, the um, webinar itself has been recorded, so please feel free to go back and look at it on our careers, employability and skills website. So let's get started. The reason you've joined us here today is to understand and connect to our employers. and um, It's to discover what roles and opportunities they have available, what skills you have that can fit into that. And um, are your skills transferable? Um. So yeah, so there's a number of things that we want to use to take from the let- from this um, webinar that you can see um, on the screen. So I think we're going to get started then with our employers. So we're going to have um, Chloe from KPMG, like I said, um, Chloe, will, you'll hear Chloe on audio and Chloe, you will be responsible for your for moving forward your presentation. So if you want to maybe just turn on your audio, Chloe. Yeah,
1: that's you. That, that's yeah. great. So I'm going to go off screen. Thanks, Chloe. So I take it you still can't see me um, and I'll just apologise for that. You could see me um, just before we started this. Um, So Rachel can confirm that I'm not just sitting at home in my pyjamas and have decided not to turn my camera on. Um, But I'll I'll give you a bit more information about myself first. Um, So my name is Chloe McAllister. As I said, I'm a tax manager at KPMG. So unlike the other guys, I don't work in HR. i um, have trained as a chartered accountant with kpmg and that was after doing uh, a bachelor's degree in queens university in accounting and then after i did my chartered accounting exams i went on to get my chartered tax exams and my role within the kpmg tax department as a manager now is to I suppose manage the tax compliance work for a broad range of clients um in Pretty much every sector, and I also advise on transactions. Um, I help out run the team, help to train our graduates as well. Um, and as part of my role, um, I sit on our graduate recruitment uh committee, and I'm the representative for from tax on there. Um, so I've plenty of experience running our summer internship programs and and with with our grad recruitment. So um. Any questions you have, I'll be more than happy to answer. Um, So just a bit about KPMG, um, primarily and historically, we are an accountancy firm and we are global. We employ over um, 219,000 people worldwide. And in Ireland, we are part of, so in Northern Ireland, in Belfast, our office is part of the Irish firm, which means that um, we're headed up in Dublin and we have other regional offices in Cork and Galway and for us that's really good um, especially for for me and for my department because we are in the UK and do UK tax and we get a lot of work on big clients and big multinationals that are headquartered in Ireland Um, and there's. Well, not, not this year because of the COVID restrictions, but um, we do some of our training in Dublin and we get to know sort of everyone um, from the different offices, which is um, really good. So just in terms of our clients, um, there, we operate across a broad broad number of sectors and you can see some of our, our bigger clients listed there um, and one thing that I would say about my experience in KPMG and about anyone who would be entering KPMG as a grad um is that you straight away from day one could be working on any of the huge clients so just like if I list out some of the clients there that I've personally worked on um, Translink, Spar, Origin, you know, Bushmills, Moy Park, um, the SSA, um, and and really we, you get such a a, a good experience um, in KPMG through working on on the larger clients. But one thing I would definitely say about about us and our culture is that we have a a small firm culture and that you get to know everyone very well and we have a very strong and and tight-knit team Um, but you're getting the exposure to the multinational clients and and, you know really interesting work. Um, So just to give you a bit of information I want to tell you about um, the experience that you do get um, on what we do. So effectively we have four different main service lines and that's an audit, tax, deal advisory and consulting. So um, the first three there would tend to be your um, accountancy rates, um audit for, for anyone who who doesn't do study accountancy, or perhaps for those who, who do, you still don't know what, what audit is. Audit is effectively where we go into uh, a company and we look at what's in their accounts and we um, sort of do a bit of digging, ask for the backup to those accounts, and we then tell you know the the stakeholders of the business and the general public if those accounts give a true and ver, fair view of what that business actually does. Um, and then tax, where I work myself. Um, although it's it's very broad, and you have loads of different tax edge. You have corporate tax, VAT, um employment taxes, personal taxes, inheritance tax, everything that falls under that. Um, We effectively would file and prepare tax returns. Um, We would help with the tax accounting for for companies' accounts. And then we would advise on the tax implications and tax planning on large acquisitions or, um, you know, transactions that that are ongoing for our clients. Deal advisory is is very broad as well. It covers um corporate financing. It covers transactional service. So if you're acquiring an entity or you're selling an entity, and it also covers restructuring. So um where companies go into administration and liquidation, we have administrators and liquidators who would look after that and then finally um, our consulting line is something that we are hugely expanding at the minute and it is it's just so broad um, not necessarily everyone who works in the consulting practice would come from you know would have done their their chartered accountancy exams and um, we deal in consulting with cyber security management consulting risk consulting a, a huge broad spectrum um, of, of different areas of consulting which is hugely growing at the minute and um, so what we offer graduates and um, sort of the best way to to come in and, and to get in touch with us is um placement opportunities Um, we I think we're currently undergoing that process at the minute we have a, a large summer internship program and then we are top graduate employers so um, for me personally I like years ago now, was a summer intern in our audit department and um, it gave me some valuable experience which I'll I'll maybe talk about later Um, and ended up that I joined as a graduate from the accountancy background. Um, So just in terms of skills and key attributes that we look, although I've mentioned the word accountancy loads um, and that a lot of our jobs are to to, you know to be accountants and you absolutely do not need to come from an accountancy background to join KPMG or to be an accountant Um, we hire people regularly especially within our tax department I would say probably in some recent years we've had a maybe 50% coming from business and financial accountancy backgrounds and 50% coming from other backgrounds we have people within our department with law degrees with history degrees, psychology degrees um, and with science degrees as well and you tend to find and what we look for is a good mix in our graduates because you find that you know people who might come from a law degree or an English or history degree are really good at writing reports whereas people who have a more science background um, tend to be very analytical and um, we open the doors up to to people from all backgrounds um, under the premise that we provide all the training that you could need and you will get the exact same training um, whether you've been doing accountancy or not um, because we need a really diverse team to to make um, our offering um, successful. So in in terms of the key skills and attributes that we value, um, we value strong motivation and ambition to succeed. We want our grads to be adaptable and have a desire to learn. We absolutely need good communication skills. Part of um, my role as a tax advisor or any of the sort of um, like departments I've mentioned is to take financial information and to be able to communicate that to people who um, who, who don't have the same background and knowledge in that. So communication is key. Um, teamwork, attention to detail and quality and good analytical skills. And then taking responsibility for your own work and having the ability to ask for help. Those are the the skills and attributes that we value. Um, and those haven't changed. You know, I know that over the last, um, you know, from 2020 really started, um, the world of work and, and everything has changed. We're all working from home at the minute. Um, but the, it's the skills that we look at have made our practice really succeed in this time and it, the, being able to be adaptable to have good communication so that you know even though you're not seeing people day to day in the office it, like the communication that, that I would have with my colleagues is just as strong now that I'm at home that, that it was when I was you know sitting in front of them in the office um, and all those things really um have helped us over the past year and just you know go on to to, to um the stand by you through I suppose any challenge that would come up in your career um so just finally and I know that some of the other other guys will need to move on but um if you would like to find out more if there's anything we don't cover today if you're looking for opportunities for any more information about Um, how we're hiring and what we're doing at the minute, you can follow KPMG Careers on any of our social media platforms there Um, and just to remember that we're KPMG Ireland um, and that's where where the Belfast office is is out of. So I'll I'll pass, pass
2: you on there Rachel. Oh Rachel, I think you're on mute. I'm telling
0: everyone not to do that. Um, <laughs> some some great um, um, thoughts for for to, to have a think about. That's that's great, and we'll we'll come back to some of the skills that that you had mentioned. Um, so we're going to move on now to Claire in Fintry, um, and like I said, some great questions coming in. So please keep your questions coming in for our company. So thanks very much. Go on, it go ahead, Claire.
2: Hi everyone, um, I've introduced myself, I'm Claire and I'm talent partner at Fintru um, and so I've come a different route I suppose into this talent partner role. Um, similar to you, I was graduating university six years ago, so back in 2014 as a MADS graduate and wasn't too sure about what I wanted to do um, and Fintru were actually recruiting for their first financial services academy. Um, if you don't know about our Financial Services Academy, it's a four-week pre-employment training program um, that we put graduates through where they're learning a range of soft skills as well as specific um, product knowledge and um, get the opportunity to sit um, a qual- an exam, which is the CISIOC, I- which is a foundation uh, in financial services industry. Um, so I came through that process in our first Financial Services Academy and at the time FinTrue was and um, 20 people including our graduates and we had about four other staff um, the company had been founded in 2013 and um, by, by our um, CEO and founder Dara McCarthy and um, so Dara's background um, he's originally from Cork um, he is a first class honours in BCom from UCD and unfortunately, um, the type of work that he was looking to get involved in wasn't really um, around in, in Ireland back in the time that he graduated. So he moved straight over to London um, and had a long career with Morgan Stanley um, and remained there until 2012. Um, at that point he was seeing a lot um, of increased regulation um, that was being put placed on the banks post um, crisis and he could see what the cost that was to the banks um, and saw that these sorts of jobs could be done elsewhere they didn't have to be done in these big hubs um like london or frankfurt or new york um which is how he came up with the idea for finisher and i'll go a bit into our products um in a minute but they're all based on that sort of um increased regulation in the industry and um, so as i say then i i came through the academy and um, really appreciated having that bit of um, I suppose training before joining the firm and being placed onto a product and speaking to clients on day one Um I've been at the firm now six years and I, I did work in the client facing sort of product work and um, mainly in the risk management space and um, again I'll speak a bit more about risk and um, but I I was in that product for about five years and um, moved then into HR and um, just this year um to help out with the the graduate recruitment hopefully coming from the angle where I've had the project experience and um academy experience as well so I can definitely relate to those graduates who are coming through uh, the process themselves and um, so I, I spoke a bit about Fintu there. We were founded in 2013 um, and already a multi-award winning uh, financial services company. Um when Dara set up the business, al- although he was he was looking at it from a the banking perspective and how um we could have this near shore model that helped these banks um save money. He also saw it as giving back to the the island of Ireland to provide these sorts of roles. Um, where people were facing off against and, and uh, tier one investment banks which is our main client um, main types of clients sorry um but being based in in Belfast or the northwest um, and being able to to have a role like that um, so I suppose um you can see there a bit of our growth so we've rapidly expanded and a lot of our awards are to do with high growth um, from 2014 when I joined, um, the staff it was under under 50, and now this year, even with COVID, we, we've increased headcount by by over 100, and we're hurtling towards the 700 mark by the end of the year. Um, you'll see then, I'll, I'll go on to speak about our culture and our values as well. So um, uh, uh, our values are our partnership, passion, people and professionalism, and that's... Um, that they're really the underling of everything we do that's that's how we sort of um rate ourselves against and um, so looking at the products then um i spoke briefly about those we've got these main product areas so compliance legal risk operations consultancy technology and kyc and um, so again these are all based off the increased regulation that came into tier one investment banks um, and they're helping banks to comply with those new reg, regs. And um, so, if I go through risk, I suppose that's the product that I was on. My day to day was was working for a tier one investment bank in their credit risk department, and our role was to look at all the hedge fund clients um, that came to them to trade with um, on margin, and we had to see how creditworthy they were. And um, so, we did sort of enhanced due diligence into hedge funds um looked at their strategies the type of financial products they were holding uh, their investor base um and then basically give them a credit rating um and then also set exposure limits that the bank then and front office then had to stick to when they were trading with them um so i'm sure everyone's aware of hedge funds from from the movie the big short so um some of some of the guys in that were going to get what's called an isda a uh, document signed by the bank um, so risk would really be a part of analyzing those hedge funds that were coming to trade um, and approving them really and setting limits so that was my role um, part of my role as well I got, I got to go over and sit with the tier one investment bank for a year and a half secondment um which was amazing i got to go and visit hedge funds and see how they operated um, as well as making good connections within the bank itself some of our other big product areas then are legal. So, um, with the likes of the increased regulation that's come in um, into the financial services industry, um, legal are really um, looking into that. And with the likes of Brexit and the change in in different rates, they're negotiating contracts for the banks um, between the banks and their counterparties, um, and and sort of undertaking that whole process for the banks. Um, Another big product that we've got is KYC, so that's Know Your Clients, I don't know if anyone saw the panorama, Um, I think it was two weeks ago, and it was all about money laundering and um, clients of the banks not being who they said they were, Um, so KYC is really, um, we're taking on that process from the banks of looking into um, who their potential clients are, and uh, that they are who they say they are, and that all of and um, their funds are coming from legitimate sources to help combat things like money laundering and um, and putting sort of money from from illegitimate sources through the banks um, so that's a big part of what we do as well um, we also have our consultancy um side of the business as well and um, where we have people who are maybe looking at um, a new systems maybe come into the bank and we've got our team who are helping to to manage that process of of, um, integrating the system into the the bank's key um, units and um, advising what should happen next in the process. Um, Technology is also a big focus for FinTrue. We're also coming up with um, various technology that we can can use and sell to banks um, to help them with some of their processes around regulation. So fin- Fintry values are touched upon there and um, they're at the core of everything we do at Fintry. Um, they were created by our employees and for our employees as well. And um, so partnership there, um, we've got a big emphasis on that, both partnering with our clients as well as partnering with um, local charities as well. So we support PIPs, um, which is a suicide prevention charity in Belfast and Kinship Care, which is a young carers charity in the Northwest. And um, we really do value our partnerships with both our clients and our charities. and um, I, I think it's it's how we've become so successful by successfully part partnering with our clients and and helping them to find solutions for their problems. And um, then we have passion um so this is really about you know what. Our graduates and our staffs' um, drive to succeed and professionally develop, um, and do the best for the clients as well, um, and delivering beyond client expectation. Then we have people um, that is embracing diversity and inclusion, um, so we've got a lot around, um, a lot in our company around committees and and making sure everyone's. Um, included, we've got a BAME committee that's just begun um, and our Women in Finance Committee as well to help us with our initiatives in that. And then professionalism as well, which is really about um, managing ourselves professionally professionally and, um, and striving to improve in that as well. So just briefly then, sorry, on, on your career path with Fincher, we've got um, a clear career path um, on joining the business. Our graduates would join at an Analyst 1 level, um, after a year they're them, um they can move to Analyst 2, um, and then a year to Associate as well. Um, and we have excellent performance management around that, um, and our staff would set goals and, and know that they're on, on the right track to get to the next stage in that. In that path, and so I'm conscious I'm I'm just over time, um, but uh, hopefully we cover off a bit more information in our questions, and looking forward to those. That's great, Claire. Thanks very much. And some
0: interesting um, comments on values, which we'll come back to. So um, thanks. So we're going to move on to our next speaker. Let me just bring that up. So we're going to have Shannon. Shannon, if you want to turn on your audio
3: and your camera, brilliant, brilliant. And um, over to you. Great, thank you. So just for anyone who missed the introductions at the start, uh, my name is Shannon and I am a talent acquisition consultant at Aussie at Northern Ireland. Just a bit about my background then. Um, I joined the company in 2017. Um, I graduated from Austria University with a bachelor's degree in human resource management. Um, and with always having a keen interest I guess in recruitment Um it seemed like a, a natural career path for me to join our talent acquisition team prior to that I actually have 10 years in law behind me um, and I guess as much as I thoroughly enjoyed that sort of field of work um, like I said sort of from from a young age at that sort of school I was really focused on people um, and engaging with them and loved um, anything sort of recruitment and selection based which sort of led me to start my career at Allstate. Um, I guess just a bit about what I do at Allstate, so we have various entry points um, into the company um, and really the aim of the program is that the majority of the students that we apply, or sorry, that we hire at internship stage, we hope that they will go through the four-year um, degree program um, alongside Allstate. So, as as you go through each year of your degree, you stay with Allstate for, for the four years. Um, for anyone who doesn't come in um, at an intern stage um, or even a placement stage, we do have loads of opportunities um, for graduates also. So, um, you know, although it's great to be able to go through the program with us for four years, we we don't have any bias towards people who maybe did placements elsewhere or maybe didn't even do a placement and are just coming to us as a a graduate. Okay so just a bit about um, Allstate then, so we are the largest IT company in Northern Ireland and we have approximately over 2,300 employees across three different sites. Um, We do have over 20 years experience in the industry and predominantly we are a technology company within Northern Ireland. Um, However, our parent company in the US is one of the largest um, insurance companies, really providing um, insurance options for customers around home, auto, etc. So you can see there that we have won over 120 um, national and international awards. We actually won Placement Provider of the Year from UU this year, um, which really sort of stands to our our programme that we offer for our placement students, um, which I'll talk about at a later stage in terms of what our placements get involved in. So, a couple of things I wanted to mention is that we do have a big presence in the community, um, and we we definitely are a green company. Um, So, you can see there that over half of our employees avail of our cycle to work scheme although that, that scheme has been temporarily suspended this year just due to COVID, um, but obviously as those restrictions lift you know that scheme will be in place again um, and you can see there that there has been over £150,000 um, donated to charities in 2018 alone. So um. One of the, the key points I wanted to highlight was, um, you know, typically females are underrepresented um, within technology degrees, um, and I think one of, one of our real sort of successes last year was that out of the fifty-two graduates that we had, you know, thirteen of those were females. so that's just over twenty-five percent. And although it's not where we would like to be, um, I think it's slightly so below the industry average. Um, you know, year on year, we're striving to improve that. Okay, so on the screen, see so I can see sorry, some that's a bit distorted, but on the screen you'll see some of the, the roles um, that we have for our interns, graduates, um placement students. So I'm not going to, to sort of take my time um, to go through each of these roles, but really what I wanted to showcase was that within All State, there are uh, a range of things that you can get involved in, a range of technologies um, that you can use, a range of projects. Um, it's probably one of our main selling points is that you know we are very much an advocate of internal mobility and what that means is that any of um, our employees right down to the internal level can avail of moving throughout the organization whether that is through a promotional opportunity um, or through a lateral move to really um, increase their skill set um, and, and basically expand their cv and their potential um, in terms of the, the various things um, that are available through the technology sector. So, we do predominantly hire from technology degrees um, at both bachelor's and master's level. So, for any folks out there that um, have done a career choice, sorry, a career change, a bit like some of the folks that you've heard speak today, um, you know, very much um, a big employer of, of those people who um, have taken a different direction. Um, and yeah just i guess in relation to some of the things you see noted on the screen there um you know we do have one of the the largest cybersecurity um teams within ni ni sorry within northern ireland I'm using my Allstate acronyms again um but what i wanted to note really what's really important is that although we predominantly hire from technology degrees because we are a technology company. We do also um, hire from both maths and physics backgrounds um, and Like typically we see those individuals sort of work in our data teams, so data engineers, data scientists etc, um, just because we feel that people from those backgrounds typically are very analytical and therefore are a good fit for those teams but when you see one of our efforts go out um, in the coming weeks um, just do keep an eye out because I think sometimes people just think Austate and they think purely technology. Um, We do have roles for maths and physics students. Um, We also have an expanding finance uh, team within Northern Ireland um, Austate so although we don't have a graduate programme as such for those individuals we do hire throughout the year so it's normally not mass recruitment. Whereas our graduates, we typically hire big numbers Um, for our financial sector jobs. It would be more on the the lower scale, but it's uh, more regular throughout the year as opposed to at certain times. Okay. So just want to talk um, a bit about the the entry points into Allstate. So we have our Insights Programme, which is a three-day programme that normally happens around Easter. Um, It is targeted mainly at first-year students, um, and really the three-day programme leads to a potential 12-week paid summer internship that you would start at the end of your first year of university. Um, again that opportunity is open to technology students but also um, those from a math and physics background. Off the back of that then, um, we typically hire around 14 interns a year um, and those 14 interns after they've done their 12-week internship with Allstate, there is an opportunity for those who have been performing at a good level to stay on with Allstate one day a week throughout their second year of university. So just moving on to placement then um we will have placement opportunities that are opening up in the next few weeks and um, they're probably going to open up around the mid of, middle of October right through to the middle of November so we normally keep them open for about 30 days um and we typically hire sort of large numbers for our placement students um and the opportunities really are throughout the whole business so We don't have a specific advert that goes out for a specific role and it's probably advertised along the lines of an IT analyst Um, and that's because really we want to try and place people in the business where they will strive. Um, So what we look at is your aspirations, you know, what type of stuff you've been doing at university where you're maybe performing strongly and where you see a career path. so we do really have you in mind in terms of that opportunity and then just moving on then we have our graduate opportunities again they to open mid-october right through to mid-november and um, it is a permanent position with Allstate and um, a couple of things I wanted to highlight about our graduate program is that it, um, it basically it, it's very tailored and um, not so much to the individual and um, because we do have a, a vast range of opportunities within all state um and it really is impossible for us to tailor that especially when we're hiring numbers in the sort of 50 60 mark however our um award-winning D team have put together a program which uh changes every year um, to in, in terms with what we need as a business um and what we feel that is good for our graduates part of that program you are given access to Pluralsight, um, so as a permanent member of Austate you get access to Pluralsight which is a, a system that really allows you to go on and avail of, of thousands of, of training opportunities um, and one of the things that I love about Austate and I love to advertise is that Austate actually is an advocate of 24 hours of learning Um, So as part of that, what we do is we encourage our employees to take a certain percentage out of time, out of their their weekly duties um, to really self-develop and learn, so what that means if you're placed into an area where you're working on a specific technology um, but you'd really like to get exposure to another sector, another technology, another project, you can go on to the likes of Pluralsight and develop yourself which really promotes, um, like I said, the internal mobility opportunities that we have because obviously you know the more the more string you add to your, your bow the better really okay so I think that might be my last Slide it is. Um, yeah, so just uh, I did have a couple of bits I wanted to cross off, and um, I know I'm at time, but just in terms of the skills that are important, just um, wanted to highlight that just with COVID, I think, you know, as much as yes, your, your degree is very important, your academic background is very important, some of the other things um, is good communication and um, adaptability. Uh, motivation and teamwork you know just thinking around we are all working from home motivation levels do have to be high um, and it is important to communicate because you're not in the office and you're not with your colleagues so yep that's all for me and um looking forward to the Q&A session that's great thanks so much Shannon
0: thank thanks. you so Laura I'm gonna ask you um, as our final speaker to put your audio on and your that's great all right I'll hand it over to you
4: Thank you. Hi everybody. Um, so yes, my name is Laura. I am the student recruitment associate in EY Belfast and really that just means I look after um, all of our school leaver and the likes of any of our student programs. So just to give you a bit of a background and um, I graduated from or finished school and decided to go on to law school in um liverpool loved liverpool absolutely hated the course that i was on so um decided to bite the bullet and came home I uh, went to Austria University, the art college there. I absolutely loved it. Art was always a passion of mine. So graduated in 2014, um, worked within event management and recruitment, and then joined EY last February, so February 2019. So this role kind of gives me a little bit of a mix of recruitment and still going out to do um, events and meet people and do plenty of talking, which is always a good thing. So just to give you a brief intro into EY, for those of you who haven't heard of was before. So we are one of the big four Um, competitors would be the likes of Deloitte, PwC, and KPMG, who you've heard from Chloe this morning. Um, We're a professional services firm, so I guess when we say that, it really just means that we are helping organizations to make better decisions about finance, um, technology, and their business, really. We have 700 locations um, across 150 countries. 21 of those offices are in the UK, so we're really are at the heart of the business community in the country. We have two offices in Belfast city centre, and um, they're not obviously sitting at full capacity at the minute. Most of us are working from home, obviously, with everything to do with COVID at the minute. But we have around six hundred staff that usually sit in those Belfast offices. We have an office in bedford street so just opposite grand central hotel and um, and it reports into the island of ireland so typically any students that are going into roles within that office are uh, joining the more traditional um chartered accountancy routes and we also have what's known as our belfast delivery and um, an innovation center in adelaide street so just behind limelight in um, in town and the roles there that we would um kind of offer are more along the lines of entry-level rules like our data analytics and project management rules so ey have three hundred thousand um, people worldwide um, and last year sorry 2019 we had 35 billion in revenue if any of you have seen our um posters at campus fairs before or on our website you'd know our motto and purpose is to build a better working world So you'll probably see that if you do go to the website or any of our social medias as well. In our Belfast office, just before I go on to tell you about the opportunities that we would have, we work across four service lines, and I know they've been mentioned um, today already. So our four service lines would be assurance, which is audit, um, tax, consulting, and um, strategy and transactions so if i move this on we'll have a look at the options so we do recruit from a variety of backgrounds and we do have opportunities for school leavers undergrads and graduates we don't look for a particular um degree a lot of people have the sort of idea that because we are one of the big four we're a chartered uh, financial services and professional services firm that we're only going to be looking for um, students with a finance background a business background it's not like that at all we do recruit from any discipline so all um, applications from all areas of study are welcome so if we have a look at um, the opportunities that we at EY Belfast have available for students and again very similar to a lot of the stuff you've heard before so I'll run through them quickly with you and discover ey is our two and a half day insight program usually that's held in office which is great because you get an insight into the culture of the office and the teams and uh, where we're situated that kind of thing we unfortunately had to run it virtually this year but it worked out fantastically it went really really well um, and really great feedback so the fact we were still able to offer that was um you know a massive thing for us Uh, insight Uh, program just means that you hear really from our partners, uh, different service lines, you do some networking, some skill sessions, and we also put you through some assessments as well. Following on from your time uh, at that Inside program, if you do want to be considered for the likes of a summer internship or a placement, we can fast track you to a final interview for that, depending on how successful you've been at the assessments there. Um, and from our Discovery UI 2020, we've already offered quite a few places on the internships and placements for next summer. So that's our insight programme. We also offer summer internships, which are usually four to six week paid internship, and we offer them in assurance, in audit, we offer them in tax and uh, business risk services. Um, And unfortunately with this year as well, we had to move that to a week long paid virtual internship where our Belfast interns um, joined with the UK wide cohort, and it was really good, insightful week. Um, And the fact that we were able to offer that obviously was a massive thing as well. So that's your summer internships and we also offer placements. So for anyone who is looking for a placement year, we offer 12 month uh, paid placements in our assurance service line and our strategy and transactions. We're also looking at opening one for technology consulting we offer our graduate training programs so they're either three years or three and a half years and with those you do have the opportunity to gain your professional qualifications so you would be working and studying alongside that for your chartered accountancy exams which we obviously put you through and there's a huge amount of support while you're doing that and then we do offer entry-level roles as well for those people who are maybe not wanting to go down the traditional accountancy route and but are interested in sort of data analytics project management forensics contract and procurement management we offer entry-level roles for those as well just to touch on our application process so our application process is the same for all vacancies and um, for our graduate roles summer interns uh, internships and placements and um, we don't accept CVs we don't accept cover letters we measure our candidates based on core strengths we do strength recruitment which I'll touch a bit and um, about on the next and final slide, uh, we want students to show us what they're good at and, you know, what strengths they have to bring to EY, rather than looking at a, for a specific degree and a. St- specific degree classification really so it's a very straightforward process if you are thinking of applying to any of our roles uh, you go on the website pick the role that is um of interest to you what your preference is you would fill in an application form for that and that's just really very basic information what school you attended your address uh, gcse maths and english and um, what degree you're studying when you're expected to um graduate, that kind of thing, then you're prompted to do a numerical online test. If you pass that numerical test, then you're invited to what we call our assessment portal, which is like blended assessments. So some more numerical um, tests and a situational test. Also, Uh, if you are successful in passing those online tests, you're then invited to what we call our EY experience day, which is just really our assessment center so uh, we've moved those virtual they obviously used to happen in the office but we've moved those to a virtual platform now and at the assessment centre you get to meet the teams you um, are through three different assessments and following on from that if you're successful and you've met the the benchmark needed to to pass you'll be invited to a final interview so it's very straightforward um and we've been able to adapt it all you know virtually um perfectly and with really good feedback so it's a very straightforward process and um we try to keep the stages as close as, as possible as we can so you know sort of what stage you're sitting at and you're not hanging about for too long So finally, um, I'm just very aware of time and want to give you guys plenty of time for questions with everyone. But um, just if I can highlight what I meant earlier by strength recruitment, and some of the girls have touched on it as well, which is fab. So hopefully, um, it's opened your eyes to kind of what employers are looking for at the minute. So at EY, we do define a strength as something that someone is naturally good at and that they enjoy doing. Um, Some students will know what their strengths are, others won't be aware of all of their strengths yet because they might not have had sort of of the opportunity to develop or explore them uh, so we do aim for our interviews and all of our application processes all those stages that you go through to kind of um, they're designed to draw out those strengths for you. So you can see on this slide some of the strengths that we would assess at the likes of our assessment centres and strengths that we would really want um, students that are joining us on any vacancy, any programme to be able to bring to the table. So most of them are pretty self-explanatory and I can run through some of them just really briefly. So being accountable, working on your own project or in a successful team, make means taking um personal responsibility on delivering delivering your commitments so really taking ownership and accountability being adaptable is something that obviously is massive at the minute constantly changing world of work means um employers need people who are able to adapt to new situations use their creativity to find innovative solutions we usually find adaptable people are quite highly motivated with a real sense of responsibility agile is the need to constantly learn and develop um, and grasp new grasp new concepts uh, quickly analytical people who are open-minded and um, hungry for knowledge want to learn curiosity is the importance of continuous innovation and creativity in the new uh, just have a little bit of uh, commercial awareness about you you know having linkedin knowing what you're applying for who the competitor Competitors are what's happening in that market. Resilience is a huge thing at the minute with everything that's going on. So, um, you know, how do we face the challenges uh, within work and um, having a positive attitude to overcoming these? Strong communicator. Uh, goes beyond and um, being able to read and write well it's about knowing how to communicate with the audience that you're communicating with at that time team player obviously those who work well together you know creates a better team so we look for ones and um, students who can build rapport with those people that are around them and want to learn from their team and then number savvy and um, often gets mistaken for being really good at maths or having a finance background it's not like that obviously with the work that we do we do see numbers as a language in ey so we do need people who um um, can kind of uh, see numbers as language and be able to interpret them and work with numbers um, and they would be the core strengths that we would look for so hopefully that has been informative and Rachel I'll pass back to you because I think we're, thank that's you great.
0: thanks very much if so we're gonna have that's great Laura thanks thanks for sharing all that information we're gonna have some questions now so I could I could ask everybody to turn their mic and their camera back on that would be brilliant um, That's right, we've got Chloe on audio and Laura, if you turn your mic and your camera on, that would be great. Um, So we've got a few questions. So thanks everyone for for the information. There's a lot of information to take there. Um, So I just, I have a question here about applications. So when, um, if we just go down the line, um, when do your applications open and when do they close? That's the first question. So if you want to go maybe Shannon first.
3: Yep, our applications are going to be opening on the 19th and they will remain open for 30 days. So forgive me, I don't know the closing date as of yet, but uh, yeah, 30 days from the 19th. And Chloe?
0: Chloe, maybe your audio's not on? Go ahead, Chloe.
2: Okay, we'll come back. Claire yeah uh, so our placement applications are open at the moment um and they are closed on the 29th of october
4: okay great and laura yes we have um some applications open at the minute we're opening ours as as like a phased opening so at the minute we have our assurance um vacancies are open the graduate and the summer internship and our tax summer internship so if you go on the website, um, those yeah. will be the the ones that are open at the minute. I think closing on around the sixth of November.
0: Okay, so everyone be mindful then of those of those dates. Um, I, I suppose a question. I suppose one of the things, um, change is such a big thing at the moment. Um, everyone's working from home or maybe going into the office and trying to adapt themselves to this environment if you had a student coming in for an interview what examples would you look for that they can um, show that they they can have good change management so we'll start with Shannon.
3: Okay so I think all of our interviews are are going to be are virtual and are going to be virtual for the foreseeable so I think um, just even being able to show up to the interview and feel comfortable in that virtual environment is going to show how a student has adapted to this that change because it's not what's previously been expected. Um, Just one of the top tips I would give is you know make sure you're testing your technology beforehand Um, as you can see some things don't go to plan. Okay
2: great. Claire. Yeah I definitely agree with that. Um, as well as that just really being inquisitive, asking questions about the company to, to find out a bit more about um, the day-to-day and what you'd be doing and what, what strengths are, are needed um, and being reflective of your own strengths and weaknesses and, and willing to to sort of improve yourself um, and, and drive to succeed really.
4: Okay, okay, and Laura? Uh, Yeah I think the girls have covered it really just the fact that you are showing up um, and being able to you know check your technology and just making sure that you've also prepared for the role knowing exactly what you're applying for and knowing exactly what the company is and what they do um, I think is a massive thing. I think it's hard to prepare with certain examples because you don't know what you're going to be asked so we certainly wouldn't looking out for specific examples uh, we would prefer the, the candidate to kind of think on their feet it's more reactive when they do that and it's really showing a more true sense of that candidate when they can and um, you know answer like that rather than a more rehearsed sort of example that they've thought of so I think definitely like the girls touched on just being kind of confident in yourself having your technology tested that's not to say that things won't go wrong and um, we had an assessment centre this morning and wi-fi was cutting off and cameras yeah. were cutting off that's just the norm now so if it does happen don't think that's me out of the you know the picture not at all like that and um, it's just the norm it happens to the best of us and um, and just making sure that you've done your prep and um, have a few questions and um, lined up for your interviewer as well like obviously stay away from your what's my salary what's my holidays that kind of thing we can answer those yeah but just making sure that you come to the to the interview you know, with a bit of knowledge about it, but also um, you know with a little bit of keenness like you want to learn a little bit more. Okay. So having those questions is always good too.
0: Yeah, that's great. folks. We're actually running out of time, and um, um, we 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 have to leave the platform at one o'clock. So I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to do your presentations today. And um, Chloe, Shannon, Claire, and Laura, thank you very much. It was it, we we thoroughly enjoyed um, the presentations. I want to thank Nola, who's in the background keeping the the show on the road um just as uh, just I suppose just to to end off, we have a panel tomorrow just to let you know it's a life science panel and um, that's taking place tomorrow around lunchtime so um you know we welcome as, as many people to join that as, as possible um I just want to ask you one question to end the session um if you knew then what you know now, so if you were you know looking back to your own selves who um maybe if you're it's level four it's a finish looking for graduate jobs, what in 10 words would you tell yourself? um looking at looking at your experience from now Rachel can you hear me again yes yeah we can
1: hear you and can you Chloe you there yeah yeah go ahead do you want to be the first Uh, to answer that then yeah so for me it's experience 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 um Yeah. yeah you only know that you will like something or you will not like something if you have that experience so try and get as much as possible at university Okay, okay, great. Um, Shannon, do you want to go ahead?
3: Yeah, I would say don't be disappointed with the opportunities that you aren't successful for. Um, Everything happens for a reason, I tend to believe.
0: Okay, great. Um, Claire, do you want to say your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I suppose just take every opportunity um, that's put in front of you um, and just constantly be trying to learn more um, mm-hmm. and get involved in all of the sort of social and and committee side of things as well because it really helps to to learn uh, more about the business and, and people across the business as well.
4: Okay great and Laura what about yourself? Um, I think probably just to think outside the box a little bit and um, people can be quite you know the straight idea and, and a, you know so determined to get this rule with this company but I think if you think a bit broader and um, by doing little different things or trying different companies trying different rules trying out different strengths it can lead you to where you actually really need to be so um I think just having a kind of broad um you know just thinking outside the box definitely yeah, that's great so some good um food
0: for thought and some good reflections um, so that's great. So we're just gonna. Um, so like I, I had said to um, you know anyone that's listened, please go onto our social media, um, follow us on our social media. find out about all about all the different events and all the different things that we're doing over the next over the semester. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from Careers Employability and Skills. At Queen's University Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk/careers.